Welcome to Exploring Cleveland. I'm Heidi. And I'm Tony. And we are two friends living in Northeast Ohio. Doing a podcast telling the world about Cleveland. Join us as we retell our adventures exploring this great city. We hope that these adventures help to inspire you to make your own Cleveland memories. We're having a rough time right now. Heidi's on the edge of extinction right now. Yeah. So we just recorded an hour and 20 minutes of an episode. Using the wrong microphone. Again. Because why? Heidi is in charge of the microphone. And Masthead, we did the wrong microphone because we didn't know that there was such thing as the wrong microphone. And this time we are fully educated And I did an oversight. So we just had a little break to get some wine. So I have no idea what was said before this. Me neither. But we're going to start fresh. we needed the wine so we don't murder people. And by people, she means me. (laughs) I still love you, Heidi. Okay. Well, you know, this makes up for all the times I've tried to fire you. You try to fire me like daily. This is true. It does not make up for all of that. No, not at all. No, I'm saying now you can try and fire me. I'm not even... No, I was trying to murder you. Oh. Well, you know. Okay. You picked me up. I picked you up. It was a nice day. I claimed I knew where I was going. You always claim that you know where you're going. Always. (laughs) She never knows where she's going. I always know where I'm going. No, she does not. Don't ever let her trick you into thinking that she knows where she's going. She never knows where she's going. So the intention was to spend the day in Tremont. We were going to go eat breakfast at Grumpy's. We were going to then go to the Christmas Story House. We were going to spend the day in Tremont. And then move on to our appointments at Seeds of Wellness. Yes. Things did not work out that way. Well, they did. It just, you have to plan for the unexpected. But we had a great day. And you have to be flexible. And we were. We were flexible and we did have a great day. Even with our friend from the Witness Protection Program. Yes. Liz. Liz. She joined us. We can only mention her as Liz. Because she's in the Witness Protection Program. Yes. We will provide pictures later. She's disguised in the pictures. No, I was going to say she's already saying please don't post pictures of me. Oh, well... I guess we will not provide pictures later eh, because might. she's in the witness protection program. We still might. Well, she texted saying don't put pictures of me. She actually called me. She didn't text me. So So we have nothing in writing that nothing states. Nothing in writing. Yes. And I think secretly she would like to be in. The I think pictures. she should be in the pictures. We started the day off where I picked Tony up from her house on a Saturday morning. Yes. Tony says you know, in your GPS, it says Christmas Story House, but we were going to Grumpy's. Yes. And I said, it's okay, I can get to Grumpy's from the Christmas Story House. You said, once we get to Clark, I know where I'm going. Which was a mistake. I meant once we get to West 14th Street. You didn't know that either, because we crossed right over West 14th Street. Look, I usually get there from the roundabout. I We came in a different direction because we were coming from your house. And so it took us to Clark, which Clark takes us to West, West 14th. West 11th. 
which is where the Christmas Story House, which is where my directions were taken. It us. also takes us to West 14th. Yes, we did cross over West 14th, <laughs> but I feel like we were talking and I wasn't really paying attention because we were talking. I was trying to get you to listen to an episode that I had just recorded that you weren't listening to. We both recorded the episode. You oh, edited it. <laughs> yes, that's true. So I was trying to get you to listen and, and yada yada. So regardless, we make it to Grumpy's. Which was your first time there. Yes. And what did you think of Grumpy's? I thought it was very cute. It's a nice little place. Mm-hmm. It was crowded. Yes. There were stairs to get in, so we need to mention that. Well, they have the outdoor patio that's enclosed, so maybe accessibility you could be seated in, around the corner in that patio. I think you can access it from the outside. Okay. So that may be how they get around so the accessibility. So my other question to that would be then, are you able to access the restroom from there, though? The bathrooms would be accessible if you can get to them. So they might have a ramp or something in there for, Possibly. for this exact Maybe purpose. Maybe another entrance? Yes. There's two restrooms that are there. They're pretty clean. They're pretty big. They're pretty open. And they're unisex, so you can go into either one. Parking, they have a small lot. Mm-hmm. If you could catch somebody leaving as you were going in, it looked like that's what most people did. And it kind of worked out that way. The turnaround time there seems to go pretty quick. Yes. So I would agree with that. I think it seems to go pretty well with entering and exiting the parking lot. Right. And there might be some street parking that you could find around that space, too, yeah, on the side seems, streets, too. Yeah. But yeah, so they do have their own parking lot. It does have an entrance and an exit. And you do want to make sure that you are efficiently using your time there. So Grumpy's will not seat you until your entire party is present to be seated. They are very efficient with coming to your table with your drink orders, your food orders, and then your food coming. Yes, when we first went in, they took your name and number. Yes. We went back to the car and they said about 15 minutes. I don't even think it was that long. Right. They called or texted when our table was ready. We went back in. They they knew who we were as soon as yeah, we went back said, in. She said, okay, Heidi, your table's right over here. <laughs> yes. Um, They sat us. As soon as we sat down, somebody was there, asked for a drink order. Mm-hmm. When they brought our waters, they asked if there was something else we would like to drink. And they brought that along also. Then our server came. Yes. And asked for our order then it was very efficient it says on their website that they're locally owned and operated they treat their staff as family so i think it's all meant to be a very personalized atmosphere i think every time i've been there they are friendly and they seem to know what they're doing there so i liked it i am not able to eat certain things right i got pancakes and cajun potatoes i cannot have regular syrup I can only have maple syrup, so I was able to get maple syrup. They said there was a, a little bit of an upcharge, which was fine with me. Right. Of course, maple syrup is more expensive. When we went, it was Cleveland Pizza Week, so they were participating in that, and they actually had a breakfast pizza, and our friend Liz, she had a pizza passport that they stamped yes. for her. Now, the pizza, I will say, I specifically asked, because Liz and I got the same pizza, is this enough for both of us to share? Could we just get one pizza? And she said, it's a thin crust pizza. You probably want each one to get your own. We could have definitely shared. 
that was, pizza. It was a pretty big pizza. It was a big pizza. I brought home two extra pieces that we ate the next day for breakfast. So Yeah, it looked really good. Yes. It had pepperoni, chorizo, and eggs on it. It was good. I enjoyed it. I like that they participated in the Cleveland Pizza Week and they're willing to do the stamp. I have to say, the pizza was 8 bucks. That was only $8? Yeah, it was only $8. Oh, wow. I thought that that was a really good deal. So, yeah, the, the cost of, of the whole meal was, was pretty inexpensive. For all three of us to eat with tip and everything, I, I thought it was pretty inexpensive. Yeah, it would have been even less if we had shared the pizza, but... Well, hey, you got to take a little bit home and eat it for breakfast, so. We did. Another thing I want to mention about Grumpy's is they do let local artists display their art to sell. I noticed all the art on the walls with the cost of each piece underneath. That was pretty cool, I thought. And there was different art in there. There was canvas art, like somebody had painted. And then there was, uh, like, metal, where, like, people had cut out of metal, like the skyline or the Cleveland script sign. Yeah. Or something like that. So just different kinds of mediums. I personally have been there when they had string art displayed. And I actually contacted the local artist and had personalized string art made. That's a good way to get a personal taste of Cleveland. Their art usually is representation of of the city in some way. And I think that you should definitely post a picture of that string art on our social media. That was beautiful. Yes. That artwork. I bought it actually for the captain of our rowing team. So when I saw that, I thought that was perfect because it was personalized art for him. And honestly, I think it turned out really nice. it's, It's gorgeous. And then you mentioned that you were excited about the leg lamps. Oh, yes. The leg lamps in the windows. I thought that was adorable. And then you mentioned that it's in the business windows all over Tremont. Yes. So, of course, when we were driving around Tremont, I looked in all the business windows to see the leg lamp in all the windows. Yes. Which I thought was pretty cool because I had no idea. I don't drive around Tremont often. Mm -hmm. That was neat for me to to find that out. What I didn't know, so I'm not going to get ahead of ourselves, but I am going to tell this little tidbit of the story. When we later in the day end up at a Christmas story house, the one person in the museum told us Christmas Story House actually provides those leg lamps to local businesses. I didn't know that. I thought all those businesses were just like Tremont proud, Christmas Story proud. So they had the leg lamps, but Christmas Story House actually provides those leg lamps for those local businesses, which is amazing advertisement. Absolutely. So if you're like an out-of-towner, you're eating at Grumpy's for breakfast because it's a local Cleveland-owned restaurant. If you're eating at Barrio in Tremont, there's the advertisement right there. Like, oh, the leg lamp. I remember this movie. You know, it's right here in this same little city. So I thought that was genius marketing for the Christmas Story House. Grumpy's is family-owned. It is only open from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. So if you want to go, you need to make sure that you're there within those times. They are open seven days a week. The only two days of the year that the website says that they're closed is Christmas Day and Thanksgiving Day. Yes. So just keep that in mind. And keep in mind that the weekends are really busy there. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the Christmas Story House. No, we're not. Yes, we are. 
We're gonna no. talk. About, we, we're gonna lead into the Christmas story house. We'll be back after these messages. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back. I have more wine. Things will be better now. Okay. So we leave Grumpy's. We leave Grumpy's and we go to the Christmas Story House. Yes. So we originally wanted to go to the 1130 tour. Yes. So we're driving around looking for parking. Yes. They do have a parking lot with very limited parking. Very limited. I will say it's free. Yes. So you would say what? There's probably like, I don't know, 12 slots. Maybe. And then there's street parking. Lots of street parking. But you just have to find a spot. So maybe going to the Christmas Story House this time of year is not the best time to go to the Christmas Story House. Even though it probably is the best time, you have to plan your day. You have to get there early because there were a lot of people who wanted to do the Christmas Story House the day we did. And we're recording this in November before Thanksgiving. Yes. So we were there on a Saturday, Mm -hmm. Saturday morning. Right. And their last tour is at 4.15. So we got there around 11 o'clock. Yes. So we were driving around and Heidi said, I think I'm going to drop you off so you can just run in and get the tickets. And I said, absolutely not, because we're going to go in together because God only knows how long it's going to take for you to find a place to park. And Tony was right. Ooh. Wow. I think I have a cup that says that. A mug, a coffee mug. Yes, you've mentioned. Oh, okay. So we drove around. Now, at this point, Liz is in a separate car, also driving around, also looking for parking. Trying to, like, figure out where to park, street parking. I have to say, I do feel bad for those houses because this is a residential neighborhood. And all of these houses, they've got to be annoyed with the Christmas Story house being in their neighborhood. There's so many people parking. There's so much traffic. And there's one-way streets. And some people try to go the wrong way down those one-way streets. And they have people behind them honking their horns, Heidi. (laughs) And... (laughs) Okay, so... We, as I said, I'm not the best with directions and whatever. So we did not go down the wrong way, almost, but did not. We eventually find parking. We have to walk a few blocks, which is not a big deal, except for the fact that we do have another appointment to get to. And we're now missing the 1130 tour because it's already like after 1130 by the time we park and then walk a few blocks. We go into the gift shop, which is where you buy your tickets. Right. So you're in line with all these people who are buying merchandise. Yes. Not just tickets, but people are buying merchandise along with People buying tickets. People buying tickets to get into the tours for the Christmas Story House. So one thing I'd like to mention is prior to us going, I went onto their website and I was going to buy tickets online. But I didn't for two reasons. One is it said the tickets would have to be mailed to me and I didn't trust that we would get them on time. Two is, it says right on the website, we don't date and timestamp your ticket. So even if you buy it online, you're not guaranteed a tour time. 
So I thought, well, what's the point of me buying online? Sure. So while I was standing in line amongst the merchandise people and the ticket people, I'm thinking this is why the option for online ticketing is available. Yes. So, so And by the time we got in line to buy the tickets, we were in line at the back of the store. Yes. So the line was at the back of the store. By the time we got to the front of the line, yes. the line was to the front door. And then we say, okay, we want to buy tickets for 1245. Well, that was the first available that they had. And the guy says, one moment, please. Comes back 30 seconds later and says, yep, that tour is also sold out. So basically... Long story short, we argued a little bit at the counter. We got a lot of information from the man who's selling us the tickets. We decided we're going to do the 415 tour and we're just going to leave. Correct. And that's what we did. So we got in our cars and decided to go towards Avon Lake, which is where our next appointment is. That is not what we did. Oh, that's not what we did. That is not what we did. We decided... We're gonna yes, make we're right. gonna make a day of this. We did, and we went to a Cleveland script sign. We, we went did. to the West Fourteenth. Yes, Cleveland script sign. We did. So, which was amazing. I've not been to any of the Cleveland script signs. Heidi has. Yes. So, it was great because the views from those signs are are amazing. Well, they're strategically placed. Yes, obviously. For city skyline views. The two I took you to that day, those are my two favorite script signs. makes sense. And I'm also just familiar. There's a lot of reasons why I like those signs. They both are near the river. Obviously, that's one of your favorite places. That is one of my favorite places. There was a lot of callback, because we talk about this in the Nautica episode. We saw the freighter that was down... By the West Third Bridge, the freighter's waiting for the bridge to go up. Yes. In the Playhouse Square episode where I tell you that there's a marathon, the half marathon where people are running, that Cleveland script sign on West 14th is overlooking that trail where right. those people were running. So I don't know. I just, it was a nice day. It was cold and windy, but it was sunny and beautiful. And we took pictures in front of the Cleveland script sign. We parked under the bridge. I want to mention our photographer that day, Liz. Yes. Thank you, Liz, for being our photographer. She did. She did. Like I felt like I was a model on a photo shoot. Yes. Because she was taking all kinds of different pictures of us. She did. We left that script sign, and while we were driving, I saw this beautiful mural. Yes. On an overpass. Yes. And I was like, we should have our picture taken there because. It said Explore Cleveland with a little cityscape in the picture. Yes. So I was like, we need to update our cover page. Cover. Yeah, our cover Cover photo. photo with this Explore Cleveland. So I have to say to you, that thing has been there since 2017. I have never noticed it. And I'm ashamed to say that I've never noticed it. It's a really cool piece of art. There are several different artists who have signed that mural. Yes. We will definitely give them credit on our social media. Yeah. And we took a picture of all their names so that we knew to make sure that they got the credit for that. Yes. 
It's but beautiful. It, yeah, and it's perfect because it says explore Cleveland. We were exploring Cleveland with the podcast episode, Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony. Yes. And we came across that mural. It was really good. So, again, Liz took pictures for us at that mural. Then we get in our car and we go to the Foundry who have their own Cleveland script sign. I love that script sign that they yeah, there. Yeah, it's very And nice. that script sign is our current cover photo. But it shows a real nice view of the city behind that sign. All of those signs are placed exactly for that Cleveland skyline and different perspectives of that Cleveland skyline. And you can climb on those script signs. You can get into the sea of the script. You can sit in front of it. The foundry had like a little stool in front of it that you sat on for one of the pictures. Yeah. But you can really see the river behind that one. So I like that one a lot. Yes, it was very nice. So then we get in the car. Yes. And we're like, okay, let's head to Seeds of Wellness. That was where our next stop was supposed to be. We were still really ahead of the schedule. Right. At this time. So we're on 90. Headed west. Yes. To Avon, Avon Lake. And I say, do you think that we could make a pit stop at Olive Scene? So we look up Olive Scene. We kind of had to backtrack a little bit to go back to Rocky River because we had passed Rocky River at that point. Yes. So our next kind of random impromptu stop is going to be Olive Scene. Except for while we are driving to Olive Scene, Tony gets really excited. Yes, very excited. And what did you see? Kelsey Elizabeth Cakes. Kelsey Elizabeth Cakes. I was a Kelsey Elizabeth virgin. Yes. Had no idea what it was. I didn't know what it was. But I will say I've had some of their macarons in your office. Yes. But I've not been to the location. I've not been to any of that. Yes. And it's beautiful. So so she has two different stores, mm-hmm. two different locations, one in Rocky River and one in Avon. Yes. I have only been to the, Av- or excuse me, the, the Rocky River location. Okay. I've never been to the Avon location. Okay. It's, it's beautiful. So when you walk into the store, you go all the way to the left of the counter the employees will come to you. They have a tray in their hand. A gold tray. Yes. And they ask you basically what you would like. And as you go along and you tell them what you want, they set it on this tray. And if you need more than one tray, they will get you more than one tray. I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) I can see why. They box everything up in these beautiful boxes for you. Mm -hmm. I, I recommend anything that they have. Um, but the macarons are the best that you can get anywhere in the Cleveland area. I have tried many, many macarons. They taste like what they say. Yes. Yeah, so what one did you have? I had the orange cream. Yes. Orange creamsicle, maybe it was called. Right. And what did it taste like? An orange creamsicle. And you were very happy about it. I was very happy about it. I also got, she had killer brownies. Mm-hmm. that day and she doesn't necessarily have the same things every single day okay and she also has themed days we have gone to harry potter themed days you you get some pretty cool stuff there was a halloween thing and she had some kettle brood things that i don't know they were very gooey looking and my favorite yes 
but di there's different flavors of, of things. I, one of my favorites is the oatmeal cream pies. But anyway, she had the killer brownies. I got one of each kind. I still have three left to eat. There there was six in, in total. Well, I had one of those killer brownies. Nice. I had the salted caramel. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. I have it in my head that if I eat something uh, days at a time, that it's not as many calories or it doesn't affect me as much. So I'll try and space things out. Understandably so. There is no spacing out that brownie. I would like try and take like a little piece of it off. And I would go in the other room, and I would sit down, and I would try and get myself occupied with something else. And I was right back in the kitchen again, getting more of that killer brownie. It was so good. So, but here's the thing. At least you were sitting down and getting back up each time. Oh, my right? gosh. I also got the creme brulee macaron. Before you move any further with that, yes. Kaylee and Maggie, mm -hmm. I have to publicly apologize to them. Um... I mean, she was like, you can't, you cannot tell them that we went here. You cannot tell Kaylee and Maggie that we've been right, to this Right, but store. since you're mentioning the fact that that was one of the things that they really wanted was that creme brulee macaron. Um, they okay. only had one left. Yeah, and I, so I'm going to tell you this story. There was nobody in front of me. There was nobody in front of me. The lady was helping you. I think there was a lady ahead of you. I knew that the one left would have been safe I was so anxious I was so anxious like I could not wait for them to come wait on me so that I knew that that was mine because it looked so good and there was only one left and I was so afraid I was just so afraid even though I knew realistically and logically I was the next in line and it was not a threat I it, it was like I I, I I was so anxious about it. That's how anxious I still feel anxious. Like I still see it like sitting there where it could have there could have been a chance where it wasn't mine. Well, Kaylee's going to come to you and tell you what a horrible person that you are. And I'm going to tell Kaylee, you were in Florida while I was eating that. It's and I would switch Florida with the, the creme brulee. Yes, any day. Mm, but but you didn't. So but anyways, yeah, and I so. wasn't sure. Once I took one bite of that thing, there was no like going back to the living room and trying to savor that thing for the for the next day or so. Like that <laughs> thing was a goner, <laughs> and I wish that there was another that I had bought. It, that I'm glad there was only one. There were two when we walked in. I know, and one got <laughs> snagged up, and it just only increased my anxiety more. <laughs> I I couldn't take it. I literally couldn't take it. That's great. So Kaylee, I'm sorry. Maggie, I'm sorry. All right, so we're going to move on from Kelsey Elizabeth. All right, sorry, guys. It is a beautiful store. We did it not is. use a bathroom because it's just a store. No, you literally walk in, get the stuff that you want, and you walk out, and then you eat it all on the way home. Correct. That's <laughs> literally what you do. There's a parking lot attached, and the price is sky's the limit, man. Yeah, I mean, walk in there with some money. I have I have gone in there and spent a hundred dollars. I'm not kidding. Uh, I don't think that you are. And not even cared hmm. that I spent a hundred dollars in yeah. a, in a bakery mm -hmm. for no reason. Moving on, our next destination was not supposed to be Kelsey Elizabeth. We stopped there because we saw it. Because you saw it. Because I, I saw it. Because 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 I saw it. Because
if you're driving past Kelsey Elizabeth, stop there. You're going to want to stop there. And it's in Rocky River on what road was that? Detroit. Know? Detroit. Yes. Okay. So then we move on to the Olive Scene. To the Olive Scene. Yes. Which was, I've, I've never seen a store like that in my life. Right. <laughs> I was I was surprised when I walked in there. I was like, holy cow. What were you surprised by? Just with all the olive oil and the vinegar and the fact that you can taste all of it. Mm-hmm. Like any kind well, they that, have right that on they their, have. They have right on their sidewalk that it's a tasting room. Yeah, well, I wasn't paying attention to that because you literally ran in there. <laughs> Like guys, I lost I lost her. Like she ran in there, grabbed whatever she wanted and paid for it before I was even in the door. Well, cuz I know I I have been to that store so many times that I know what I'm getting when I go there. I I just Obviously. know what my my deal is to go in there. So, a couple of things that I want to talk about. I believe that their product comes straight from Italy. And it's held in these... They're tin barrels, sort of. Yeah. That have a spout on them. And they have little uh, sampling cups that you can go and you can just like... Take a couple drips. Take a couple drips, swig some back, see what kind you like. All of those bottles, like if you bought a bottle there, they usually give you a recipe to go with the flavor that you've bought. Oh. And you can mix and match your flavors. You can pair an oil with a vinegar flavor. You can use them for cooking. You can do, use them for flavor accents. I personally love um, what I went specifically in there for were for the large bottles. I, I go big. I always buy the large bottles. And like you just said, I have spent $100 in the olive oil store. I love going to the olive oil store. My flavors are cranberry pear. And traditional 18 year. Those are the two that I get. Now I've gotten other flavors. While we were there and I was checking out, they they have a member reward program. And so that member reward program I got I they were like, Oh, this is your tenth bottle, here's a free bottle. Their free bottles are the smaller bottles, but I don't care. I'll take whatever Absolutely. Because I use a lot of that vinegar. I use a lot of especially the cranberry pear. I go through that pretty quickly. I will say that I asked Heidi earlier um, because she was showing me how many bottles of this vinegar and olive oil that she has and I said do you drink this stuff? The cranberry pear I do. She, she, you heard it right <laughs> here people. You know when you have a bowl of cereal and you drink the milk that's left over from the cereal when I have my cranberry pear in my salad, if there's any leftover, I will literally pick the bowl up and, and drink the rest of it. It is so good. Okay, and again, that's not a place to use the bathroom, but they did have a parking lot. It's, a, it's also a very tight quarter parking lot. I do believe behind that place, there's parking behind those buildings. That is a little strip too. And there's different shopping and stuff that you can do in there. I think there's different restaurants. I think there's a bakery on the end of the corner that we thought maybe of going yeah, to. I, yeah. But it's a cute little street. There's lights on the street, like on East 4th Street. We should take a break. And we'll be back after these messages. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about... Let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. 
We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. And now we're moving on to Seeds of Wellness. Seeds of Wellness. This is a holistic kind of store. Handmade items. Yes. They have handmade lotions, candles, chapstick. They have cards. They have crystals used for different types of healing. Yes. I don't know if you know how to choose a crystal. No, I don't know. So they can help you actually choose a crystal, but um, some people get a tingly feeling. I like to hover over the crystal and let it choose me, if that oh. makes any sense. Mm -hmm. What I, kind of crystals do you have? I have a crystal for my head, actually. Okay. I have uh, for the pressure in my brain. Um, I have a crystal for inflammation. They, they chose me. I did not choose them. My eyes were closed when when I picked those crystals. Oh, really? Yes. And how did they choose you? Like, what do you... Um, I feel the warmth from them. Okay. Some people feel um, a tingly feeling. I feel warmth from them. Okay. I guess it's kind of weird to some people. But to I, each they, they naturally... That's, that's how I, they were naturally chosen for me. I also have a worry stone from there. Oh, you do? I do. It helps you not to worry? Um, you rub it. If you're worrying about something, you rub on it. So, okay. Yeah. And it helps to take away your anxiety or? Yes. That's that's what it's for. Hmm. But anyway, so we went there. Um, they, they have lots of different items. I get candles from there often. Okay. I buy, I buy their incense all the time. Every time I'm there, I buy their incense. My husband buys incense from other locations, and he says theirs lasts the longest. Um, it's not overwhelming, so it's good incense. You were telling me that our friend's mother has cards there. Yes, our friend Emily. Her mother made these beautiful handmade cards, and those are for sale in the store. Uh, she passed many years ago. But yeah, I wish I had seen them. I didn't I didn't realize her cards were in there, but I would have loved to have seen them. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And she did sign the cards also. Oh, really? So you know they were handmade by her. Wow. Yeah. It's gorgeous artwork on them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I've seen some of her other artwork. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's beautiful stuff. So I recommend going there and looking around at the items that are for sale in the store. I I do buy something every time I'm there. Okay. Uh, but I think before we get too far, we should talk about where it's located. Yes. So it's in Avon Lake mm -hmm. on, on Lake Road. Okay. Uh, it's in a little shopping center. And when you pull into the shopping center, there is a strip kind of on the side Mm -hmm. That you you kind of you need to pull in the back there yes on that side strip, and it's it's kind of hard to find mm -hmm. because it's just a little tiny store in between a liquor store and a pizza place. They usually have a sign out front with whatever events are coming up or going on that day. Right. But they do have a sign that says Seeds of Wellness. So I would not oh, say this yes. place is accessible. Yeah, it's a very small store. There's a lot of shelves and units for the merchandise. Correct. So, and I think there's a step up to get in. No? Mm-mm. Okay. It's just a threshold. So, but when you do walk in, mm -hmm. you will be greeted by Onyx. Right. The dog. Yes. She is there almost all the time. 
Okay. She's their doorbell. Yes. To let you know that somebody's there. She will bark. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. She's not. She's harmless. Yeah, I don't think she ever got out of the chair, did she? She did. Oh. She did get out of the chair okay. to say hello. Liz did feed her some cheese. Oh, Liz probably loved that. Yes, but that was about it. So you were there for a reading. I was. With Greg. Yes. There are other psychics that do readings also, but that day Greg was there. I like to go see Greg myself. You do. But you see Greg for a different thing. You see him for massage. Correct. For the Reiki massage. Yes. Yes. So I went for a reading. And how did that go? It went well. That's wonderful. <laughs> I still, I'm honestly, I'm still struggling with what I want to share about the reading. So what I will say is when I went in, he told me a little bit about himself. He told me that he's fourth generation. He can be traced back to his great grandmother who came off the boat in like 1919 or something he told me he can either you know give me a psychic reading or we can do a medium reading well first he asked why i was there and i said because tony booked me an appointment which made him concerned because he wanted to make sure i was there by my own free will with an open mind which then i told him i was so then we he asked what i wanted he showed me some of the things he doesn't use tarot cards He's Catholic, so he tries not to bring any negativity or evilness into it and and so on and so forth. And so, you know, I will say I felt skeptical. You know, I was afraid to lead him on. Sure. With my words. Not in other ways, right? Um, But I was afraid to, like, lead the conversation to help guide his conversation, if you will. Right. But right away he said that he noticed some spirits around me. I don't really want to get into because I felt like it was very personal of the spirits that we communicated with. But I do feel like it did give me closure. Whatever was said, regardless if you want to believe what was said, you know, who was actually there communicating or, or what have you, I feel like I needed to hear the things that were said. And I do feel like there were some things that were said that I feel like were hard to dispute and I really don't feel like I led to those avenues of conversation. Absolutely. So, you know, I it, I needed to process. So when, when I was in there, we spoke of some things. There was some communication that had happened. He kept asking if I wanted to ask questions. I wasn't sure what what kind of questions to ask, so I was just kind of... I wanted him to guide it, because I wanted to see without me leading the way. Sure. I guess is what I want to say. You know, so then you went in for your massage, and I I came out because we both were seeing the same person. I So I was with Liz. I was very grateful there was a bar on the corner called Tailgaters. And Liz knew, she was like, I I felt like you were going to need to talk about this. I did not shop around in the store. I needed to talk to somebody. And I feel like Liz knows me pretty well. And so I I wanted to discuss what had happened and kind of process it and think about it. So I was very grateful for all of that happening. 
you know, the one person that I really wanted to speak to, and maybe this is where I get skeptical because I know specifically when we went in that there was a person I was hoping that would come through. That person did come through. This person is a person who I was close to that died during COVID, of COVID, and we never had a proper goodbye. Again, regardless of what people think, even what I think today, I feel like it was very helpful to me. Absolutely. To have that, whatever. So that was my reading. It was very personal. Uh, I will say he is booked from now through February. So he's willing to do home parties. He's willing to travel to you. He's willing, uh, you know, to meet with people and talk with people. His schedule is very booked, though. So if you want to get in, you know, that's something to think about. But I will tell you that um, he does usually go to Seeds of Wellness once a month. Okay. Uh, so you can contact them to see if you can get in through them with him. Uh, that's, that's how I do it. Uh, because when he does the readings, he also does the massage. So with the massage though, I he is only currently doing massages for already established clients. Mm -hmm. I was already established with him, and that is because of COVID. So he he follows COVID guidelines. You know, cleans before and after each client. He's great. I try to go to see him every time he's at Seeds of Wellness. He does a lot. I have issues with my brain. Mm -hmm. The main issue is the fact that I have high pressure in my brain. Yes. And he relieves a lot of that pressure when he does the massage. So. Which I think is great for you. You do struggle a lot with that pressure on your brain. I know I gave you a hard time in Nautica, but you're dizzy quite yes. a bit. Right? Yes. You know, I think that if he can relieve that or you can find somebody who can relieve that for you, I think that that's really. And he does. Yeah. He, that. He relieves a lot of that pressure. So when 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 he is done with with the massage for me, it's not dizziness. It's a lightheadedness, mm -hmm. like a weightless kind of feeling. Yeah. So I have to be careful when I get up. He always checks to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. Which is you know fine. I'm I'm fine. It's just you know it's weird. It's a weird feeling when you're dealing with extra pressure and headaches constantly and then that's relieved for it's 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 only a short time but still it's it's that relief yeah that's gotta that you be get. yeah that's gotta be very like liberating for you it is it's wonderful so that's why i go to see him when i can when he's there so well and i liked him he made you feel very comfortable oh absolutely he's he's very fun he's very personable yeah, he's great. I definitely recommend going checking the store out. Mm -hmm. And they have other psychics, like I said. There's other psychics, other healers. Check out the website, seedsofwellnessllc.com. You'll find a lot of different information on their website, their events, their classes, their service, their merchandise. They have a lot of stuff to offer there. So it's a really great store. I suggest you go check it out. Stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about... The Christmas Story House. Because we want to give it the due justice it deserves. Very much so. It's wonderful and we need to make it its own episode. Thanks for listening. Exploring Cleveland, 
was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved.